We're doing it. What's happening, guys? I'm just going to get the monitor up and running here. Make sure I can see everything happening. Make sure I can hear it. How's it sound? Make sure I can hear it. How's it sound? It sounds. Sounds like me. It's me. It's your boy, Arky. And today, we've had our great stream earlier. Great podcast stuff going on here. I am live streaming on Twitch and podcasting on stereo at the same time. And we are taking calls from perfectly random people from all over the world. And we're just talking. That's what we're doing today, guys. We're just going to talk to random people from around the world about what they're into, what they like. Maybe they know something. We could learn something. Uh, maybe we can help someone out if they got a problem. You know what I mean? We're just all in this together. So it's fun. It's fun. You got to be a conversationalist, I'll tell you. And am I that? I don't know. That's not for me to decide. Someone else can decide whether I'm that or not. But uh, yeah, we're just going to start a call and uh, see who we get. Now, uh, there's a couple ways to interact with the show. One way is on Twitch, of course. So if you're here on Twitch, you live in my Twitch chat, and I love you for it. Uh, Twitch chat is our place to be. You know, we spend a lot of time in Twitch chat, don't we? <laughs> yeah, and the other way to uh, integrate with this show, to interact and be awesome, is to install the uh, stereo app on your phone and find us there, right? And so on uh, the stereo app, you can actually record a little clip and send it to the live chat. And that way uh, you can hear, like you can actually sort of be a part of the conversation in that level, you know. But I will be checking Twitch chat, of course. So Twitch chat is right here in my face. And so I will be paying attention to that as well. We're gonna, I'm going, I'm going, I'm trying to blend the two, like stereo, and then there's, and then there's this uh, Twitch chat. I'm trying to bring that all together so people can ask questions, uh, even of each other. You know what I mean? But I highly do recommend experiencing it on both levels. The stereo app is very clever. I can see the love that went into this app. It's beautiful. Needs a little work, in my opinion, in a couple departments. Just a couple little things but um it's wonderful right now so I, i'm very very impressed and it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun we're going to talk to perfectly random people now just to set a couple ground rules here i really try to keep it clean um i'm not going to say this is a family show um i because we do get into discussions uh, about anything and so maybe that's not appropriate for some listeners um i don't really want a lot of swearing, like a lot of swearing, a foul mouth stuff of any kind, you know, I do want to keep it pretty friendly, pretty clean. And so if we do run into somebody who's a little negative or just, you know, not so great for live streaming, live broadcast, live podcast, then we're, we're just going to swipe them and it's okay. You know what I mean? Everybody's, everybody's living their life. I, you know, I'm not judging anybody, but I will say for this show, we're not going to have like uh we're not going to have really raunchy stuff, okay? Um, that's more... That's for another show. <laughs> Let's put it that way. That's for something else. Maybe even me, but some other time. You know what I mean? Uh, this show, I'd like to keep it pretty clean. Um, I don't talk to children, so if they sound really young, I will be swiping them. Uh, no disrespect there either. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm broadcasting to the world right now, and um, I'm not interested in putting your child on... Uh, 
on Twitch. I'm not interested in seeing your child, listening to your child, interacting with your child. Nope, sorry, you know what I mean? Grow up a bit, come back and see me. So, no kids, no super foul mouth stuff. Uh, we might run into a little bit of that, you know what I mean? Then we just get rid of it. It's okay, we just keep moving. You can always just swipe them away. No big deal. And, I, and honestly, it's, it's not a bad thing. It's just is what it is, right? So, no big deal. Got to uh, meet Gnomes. Came to see me on uh, Twitch here. It's really great to meet him. So that was great. It's from Ireland, apparently, which is, come on, man. Ireland is incredible. Mm. This giant energy drink. I don't know if it was a good idea or not. I thought it'd make me crispy. It might just make me bloated. <laughs> energy drink. <laughs> Drew the Bear, always awesome to see you, Astro Sky. You know I love you. All right, should we do this or what? Let's just start taking calls. Let's just start chatting with people. And we will see how it goes. You know what I mean? This is just chatting on Twitch, and I really mean just chatting. This is general stuff. Uh, we might touch on some good subjects. Might run into people who are awesome. We're going to have to find that out, though. You know what I mean? With any luck, we'll be talking to Malik, uh, Priest Ponders. He, he was a great chat yesterday. I'd love to talk with him again. So, are you ready for this? I don't know. Am I ready for this? It's weird. Taking calls from perfectly random people is a strange thing to do, guys. I don't know if you've ever done it, but, uh, you know, give it a try. You might be your wheelhouse, but it might also be really weird because it's weird. But I like meeting, leading, I like meeting people. I like learning things. I like, uh, I like, I like the public. You know what I mean? This, this is a way that we can sort of come together, right? And it literally is all around the world. So far, we've talked to people from India, from, uh, Iran. USA, naturally. Canadians. I mean, just, it's everywhere, right? So, and a few other people that actually won't tell me where they're from, which is, you know, okay. It's okay, you know, but uh, it's not like I'm going to come get you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I don't care. <laughs> don't care that much. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We're doing it. <coughs> What's up? Oh, see, they just keep recycling through. Mali, what's up? Yo, fam, man. Yo, you good? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm all right, bro. Right on, right on. I'm um, doing just a sort of a general chat thing, you know? I'm live streaming on Twitch right now. On Twitch? Yeah, so, uh, you know, we're just we're just having a talk, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Where are you from? You from the States? No, man. I'm actually from Canada, bro. I'm Canadian too, man. Yeah. Down near uh, Toronto. Oh. oh, fam. I'm from Toronto too, man. Ah, right yeah. on. Not too far away. That's great. That's great. And uh, Stereo here has brought me people from uh, Iran, from uh, India and Pakistan, just all over the map, man. So, yeah. Yeah, right on. Right on. What are you doing in Toronto? You working? You going to school? Uh, no, I make music, man. I'm from Driftwood, by the way, you know? Okay. Okay, right on. Yeah. Right on. You're a musician? I'm a, I'm a musician, too. Uh, 
I had the wife and the kid though going on, so I don't really get to tour and play shows and things anymore. Yeah. I don't do that no more. I understand. Yeah, but I bought a. I recently bought a synthesizer, a new a new synth, uh, and so I'm loving sitting on the couch and just messing with that thing. You know. Alright. What kind of music are you making? Cool, bro. The, the rap music, man. Rap, yeah. So you do uh, software stuff, or is it like hardware, drum machines, and? Software stuff. Software, yeah. I um, I'm trying. I'm selling my machine. If you know what the Native Instruments machine is, I'm I'm, gonna, I'm trying to sell one of those right now. And people like it, you know. But it's very specific. It's a very technical thing to make beats on. So not not everybody can handle the machine. So I don't have a lot of buyers at the moment, and that's okay. I mean, I, I love okay. the thing. I, I have it. So what do I care if someone buys it or not, right? <laughs> okay, okay. What are you using to produce yeah. on? Uh, actually, um. I use a software. Well, I don't produce my music. My man does it for me. I just rap. Oh, that's great. Right on. Yeah. Right on. All right. I don't know how to make uh, beats like that. I just go with the flow, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's all right, man. You know what? I'll tell you something. I've been a musician a long time, and I play a lot of instruments, but there's one or two I play really well. Oh, okay, and he's gone. (laughs) Doesn't care. Hey, Captain Yo. Stoner, what's up? The sun is high and so am I. How about you? Right on, man, right on. I'm, uh, I'm calling from uh, Ontario, Canada. Where are you from? Spokane, Washington. Washington, amazing. Amazing, right on. Yep. I just listened to some history podcasts recently. There are uh, crazy stories about Washington as a state. Uh, there was a there was a guy who walked from New York to Washington because he was bet it was a bet and he lost the bet and so he had to walk from New York to Washington and it actually created like a movement in the 1800s where like people were walking with him and it was like it was a really big deal for Washington when he showed up Washington like the city Washington they freaked out there was a band playing and and he was just some drunk who lost the bet. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Washington. No, you know he, he he bet this guy. I think it was on the who would be president, and then the election results came in, and he lost, and so he had to start walking from New York to uh, Washington, and it sucked. It was a lot of walking, as you can imagine, right? <laughs> God damn. Yeah. He lost a fucking bet on a presidential debate. American uh, history, you know. Leave it to Americans, though, man. They do everything, right? If it, if it hasn't been done in America, do a it. lot of shit, bro. Up here in Canada, I don't we, think people are that adventurous, you know. I might say otherwise. Oh, yeah? I know a lot of Canadians that love to go out, mainly go to the woods and shit like that, and smoke and drink. Yeah. Oh, well, that's just life, though. That's not adventurous. That's just, that's how we do it up here, right? Oh, like, oh I call it... it I, I call it adventuristic because you're going to like somewhere you don't even know and you want to explore and basically that's basically going adventuring. Yeah, I hear that. I get that. I get that. And that's true. That is true. It's a frozen wasteland most of the year though, so it's hard to even do that sometimes, right? I'm in a, I'm near Toronto yeah. right now. In Toronto, it's very warm. We're the jungle of Canada. You know, we're the most southern part of Canada. So it's not there's no snow here. But if you go to like Winnipeg right now, it's covered in snow. Like it's just everything's a frozen wasteland anywhere else. You know? How's Washington treat you? Are you working mm-hmm. or are you going to school? Uh, I am working right now and I am taking a gap year. Right on. 
right on. I'm waiting to get back to yeah, work. Yeah. Uh, archaeology, in if you do archaeology, you end up uh, not working in the winters because the ground freezes solid. You can't dig, right? So you get laid off in the winter and then uh, just wait for the ground to thaw. I'm going for elevator technician. Ah, nice, man. Wow. Is, uh, listen, um, elevator technician stuff in Canada, there's a union. There's actually an elevator union that you're a member of to, I'm work, sorry. In, to work in that oh, industry. I'm sorry. My speaker, my, my phone speaker went whack and I couldn't hear the first part of it. It's okay. You can repeat it. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right, man. Um, in, <laughs> in Canada, there's an elevator union. That if you basically, if you were to take a technician, you become an elevator tech, right? Then you're part of that union. Is there something like that in the States? Like, or do you know if the job is yeah, there, unionized? There's a Otis, there's, we have a lot of like elevator companies that form a union, have oh, okay. everyone take a test and whoever qualifies after taking the test, <clears throat> they go straight to apprenticeship and on the job training stuff. Right on. All right. So depending on which, well, I guess these companies are always looking for people though, you know? So if, yeah, as long as you pass the test, you're good, right? Yeah. As long as you pass the test, man, they could just snatch you and just train the fuck out of you and you're just good to go. Oh, so good, man. So good. As, As I understand here in Canada, it's a pretty stable job. It's, it's a respected job. It's, you know, it's, it's good stuff for sure, man. The the archaeology gig I can tell you is a it's a it's a rodeo. It's a, it's it's not as it's not that stable and. But you know, here in Canada, we recently unionized a little bit of uh, archaeology, and uh, that's bringing some stableness to the job. Because before it was just you had to beg for your job back every year, and it was pretty rough. You know. Oh damn. <coughs> <coughs> That sucks. Kind of like every man for themselves kind of deal. It really, it literally, literally that, literally that, man. You just don't know if you're going to have work next year. You know, it's pretty rough, right? God damn. Yeah, for sure. So let me tell you about marijuana. All right. This is something you know well. All right. And I'm going to tell you a little personal. I'm (laughs) going to tell you a little personal story about marijuana and me. Okay. So I smoked, oh, all, I smoked for years and years. I smoked, right? And uh, I loved it, mm-hmm. of course. I enjoyed it. You know, it was a big part of my lifestyle, right? And eventually, over a long period of time, and I'm talking a long time, eventually, all the good things that people get from weed the relaxation, the creativity, the funny laughing, you know, just name, name something good about weed. All that stuff went away. <laughs> Where all like all that was left was every time I smoked marijuana, I felt uh, anxiety, I felt uncomfortable, I felt stupid and slow. It was very, um, and uh, this is me where I I still in, I still like it today. I just don't smoke it anymore because I don't get the good mm-hmm. things out of it. You know, and I I gotta be honest with you, brother. I miss it, <laughs> right? I feel like I lost a I feel like I lost a friend. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, just being honest with you, man, like I, I don't smoke weed anymore because of those reasons. And, uh, I, I hope that I wouldn't wish that on anybody, you know what I mean? But, uh, it's something, it's not an allergy, but it was something where all the good things just went away, man, where I didn't get any value from it anymore. One day, one night, mm-hmm. I, I, I kept experiencing that over and over, but I was in denial, eh? Cause I, I did like smoking weed. Right. So one night my, mm-hmm. my wife is gone. There's no kids in the house. It's Saturday. I got a big bowl of snacks 
I got a nice joint that I rolled. It's like, it's perfect. It's a perfect scenario, okay? I got a sci-fi movie. Yep. I'm going to watch this movie. I'm going to smoke a joint. I'm going to eat my snacks. I'm all set up. Then <laughs> I smoked that joint. And you know what I did that Saturday night all alone, completely alone in the house? I wigged out, panic attack on the couch, just like, <laughs> just sitting there like suffering, man. <laughs> it was not cool at all. Oh, here's what you got to do, though. Here's the thing, though. You got to watch something that's like more appealing and like funny because when it's funny you pay attention to the funniness and the comedy and you laugh a lot and you're in that good mood because when it comes with weed and you're high it heightens your emotions it like enhances that is it true it doesn't mix your emotions permanently it just enhances it for a long period of time so if you start so you had to get into your mindset that this is how you want to feel and this is how you're going to do it and it's going to go this this is going to be my way and it's going to be great oh man I will, and I'm, once you're once you're once you're in in that you're straight up vibing and you're chilling and you're relaxing i wish it worked that way for me i, I went down a dark road <laughs> that night I, hey, it was bad man and how it, long have you not smoked well oh about a decade Maybe even like twelve years, man. Long time. Yeah. Man. Maybe, I mean, should I try it I again? Mean, shit. You know? Maybe I should. Yeah, would you Yeah. Brim. I mean shit. You you're yeah, I bet you your tolerance is gonna be fucking low. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm soft. Dude, man. <laughs> dude, you're gonna be so lightweighted, but that's a good thing though. That means you get that good feeling faster. <laughs> And you're smoking less. Far, far less. I, I think you show me a picture of Bud and I'll, I'll start, you know, tripping out. Like, <laughs> Oh, I got a fucking Christmas tree, man. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, we need the color and the detail. If you like shine a light at it, it fucking, the tricone sparkles a lot. And it's fucking, it's fucking huge. Do you know, do you know what strain it is? It is pink lemonade. Pink. Oh my god, it's not like classic uh, old school strain. That's that's a new one for sure. That's not like Maui oh, Waui am, or you oh, know Thai I'm stick. Old right? and new, man. Mm. I'm all about old and new. I love changing strains, changing the like going all varieties because I love to explore every strain. I knew um, before it legalized here in Canada. It was a rocky road, a lot of like almost legalization, a little bit here and there kind of thing. And so the, there was a time when it was still illegal in Canada, but they were issuing licenses to people, to growers in order to sell to uh, approved dealers, basically. You know what I mean? From the government. Which so, is mainly us in Washington <laughs> state. We get a lot of weed from Canada. Oh, yeah. I know that for sure. It's all from the finest uh, British we Columbia, all- bud. Yeah, we also grow our own too. Of and course, it's like how we how we do it. We, oh man, we're all about the natural soil, man. Yeah, we take good care of weed. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> this grower, this grower that I knew, he lived way up northern Ontario, and uh, he had a mother plant, and then he would clone off of that, right? Uh, 
I got the pleasure of seeing mm -hmm. his setup. So he had this big, long, uh, big table, right? So a huge, long uh, banquet table, basically, full of uh, uh, plants, right? And then the lights and everything. But his mother plant, it was in this huge pot. And the plant, I think he said it was about six years old at the time, maybe seven or even eight. Like, it was a very old plant that he kept it, he kept it alive, Ooh. he kept it healthy. I'm telling you, man, when I went in that room, I saw this mother plant. The thing was like a bloody tree. It was huge, right? It had bark. It had bark on it. Like it was like when you stood next to this thing, you felt like you were standing next to somebody. Like it had presence in the room. Like that's why I want to grow. Honestly, if you can grow one and keep it alive for a very, very long time. Well, here's the thing. You gotta, you gotta think about the wattage, though. Wattage is the size of the plant that you want to grow. And what it is, is like 700 watt is like a medium size, good, like good five feet, a five foot plant. Okay. For one plant. And like for, for one plant, that's a, that's a 700 watt. Man, the hydro bill would be insane. You'd pay a thousand dollars a month. Oh, here's saying that watt, okay, watt is different in weed definition. Mm. Watt is size of the plant. I see. Okay. Okay, but I mean, you do want five yeah. foot plants. I mean, <laughs> you know, everybody would want that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want a fucking seven yeah. foot. I want to touch the ceiling, <laughs> man. I want to be intimidated by it. <laughs> a good, another good friend of mine grew a patch out back of his house and he ended up growing like, it was a lot. It was just this big bushy thing that took over half his backyard, you know? He didn't know what to do with it all, basically. Once it came to, once it came around, the buds were just endless, you know. So he was giving a lot away. It was very nice. I want to grow the world's largest fucking plant. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. <laughs> do you have a backyard? Do you have a? Do you have Here's like thing, somewhere? I am nineteen right now. Oh, right, okay. All right. So. <laughs> no, that's all right. You do keep I, keep yeah, it legal. Even though, I mean, hey, I'm still vibing. It's just this is what I want to do later in the future. Yeah, that's fine. And you, you, you know, know what? what? Make a plan, right? Make a plan. You can start making yeah. small investments now. You know, get get some yeah, lights. It's not illegal to own lights. I've I've been investing for a long time. Like I've been. I have I have a plan that is just gonna take me all the way to my fucking dream, which is the cannabis cafe uh, business. Oh, so nice, so nice. Those uh, the, the, you know what the, the very comparable industry is those vape shops, hey? Eh? All those vape bars. Mm -hmm. They're they're nice. They're nice, I... nice to be inside. Everything's really nice looking inside. They have cool music playing. You know, the, it's a it's a vibe. You know, mm -hmm. well, I can tell yeah, you that uh, you're not far I from British think, Columbia, so I like right? It to do like a little, like a modern cafe look. It has that modern bright, bright yellow wood. It's like and that black metal bars and shit like that. Yeah, and a whole bunch of really yeah, soft like, furniture to sit down on and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> chill out. Exactly, <laughs> and some TVs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, lounging areas. Man. Good luck to you with that, man. You know, the, the world needs more of that, right? The world need more of that. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Trust me, coffee and weed gets you through the week. Oh, that's a lot of people, man. That's life. That's literally, that's <laughs> probably at least a million people in Washington alone is that's their life, you know. So there's your business. Yep. Yep. Right on. So do you ever go on Twitch? Uh, I used to, but it's just like too much effort. <laughs> I would yeah. say. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got YouTube, and YouTube has been useful to me on stream. Yeah. Like I've watched like PewDiePie streams, Corpses streams. Sure. Yeah. Like some of those, some of those popular guys is just. Or like, the, you know, you ever heard of the Misfits, Misfits podcast? No, no. What's that? Oh, they're my favorite. So basically, it's a, it's an actual group of Misfits, bunch of stoners, loves to party and do a lot of shit. And they stream a lot and they just make just comedy. It's basically a comedy show in a game, video game content. No kidding. Is this on Spotify? It's like a podcast? Oh, it is a it is a podcast, yes, but the their YouTube channel they're kind of separated. So you got like Fitz, Swagger Souls, Raccoon Egg, um, Tony on the uh, Toby on the telly or John on the radio. Okay, uh, Zuckles. But together, uh, they're those, they're the Misfits. They're the Misfits, yes. Right, right on. Because that was an old punk rock band, right? The Misfits. I don't know. I don't know if they know that. <laughs> but... uh, I think so. Probably a long ass time ago. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, the Misfits is the 80s stuff. The 70s, maybe even like early 70s. Long time. <laughs> Glenn Danzig was in the, the Misfits. <laughs> right on. Do you, uh, do you play any video games? I do play video games, yes, and I'm actually about to get on with the boys. Right on. Tell me you're going to play Apex Legends. Tell me you play Apex Legends. I I used to, but I kept on what? getting, like, new video games, and I've been playing with the boys that plays, like, GTA, Crew 2, and Rocket League. Oh, Crew 2 Mainly. is beautiful, eh? Crew 2 is amazing. Beautiful, beautiful game in every respect. It's classy, it's smooth, it's aggressive. There's just every, it's got everything going for it. And it's just all, yeah, it's just everything. I can just watch the Crew 2. I watch Crew 2 streams, no problem. Just because I'm I'm there, you're driving, you know, I'm just watching some driving, right? It's good stuff. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, I've been playing Apex Legends like a freak lately, man. So season eight came around and they've, they've ironed out a lot of like, it never had problem problems, but Apex has grown into a very oh, well-balanced game. I've never seen Apex you know? as a problem. This is that it kind of like faded away from me. Sure. Well, I'll tell you, man. Try try it again, and you might you might want to come back. Oh, the, I will, the, of course. The action is so high. I used to play so a lot high. with some of the other homies, but one of the homies' internet is down, and it's like uh, we can't us two can't play without the other home <laughs> you don't want to play with randoms do you <laughs> no <laughs> i don't blame you so we're like all right let's just and here's the thing nobody no it's like they both hardly go online or hardly both go online but except for the the one with the no internet yeah sure so it's yeah. like fuck, all right 
I'll hang out with the uh, <laughs> more homies, I guess. Yeah, it's all right, man. I, I ended up climbing Where's rank in a. Where the fuck is my controller? Uh, dig deep, buddy. What's up, what troll? Nice to see you again, Sky. Troll, we're taking phone calls from perfectly random people. We're chatting with perfectly random people on the internet. This is confusion right now. What the hell? You know, one of the side effects of marijuana is forgetting where all your shit is. You know that, right, buddy? <laughs> at, times, at times. Oh, yeah, at times. Okay. Every day me, at times. At, for me, at times, okay? <laughs> for, for me, it was like a major problem. And once I had children, I did not want to be that guy who forgets his kid at the mall, you know, like... <laughs> oh no! You know what I mean? I don't want to be that disorganized schlub, and so I, yeah. <laughs> I'm honestly scared about my kids, what they're gonna deal with about the world. Hey, it's okay. If they got a solid parent, they should be fine, you know what I mean? Oh, I am gonna be a cool dad. Yeah, yeah. Living down in the basement. <laughs> I'm I got my, uh, I got, I got a younger one, and I, I put her on Apex Legends. At seven years old, she's playing Apex, and I, and I look over, man, because uh, Apex just launched on Nintendo Switch, eh? and so I installed it on there. And seven's a little young for Apex, of course, right? But yeah, here's the thing: I look over at her stats. She, she got a kill. It's on her stats there. She actually did kill somebody, oh. and it's like, set, you got killed by a seven-year-old girl. Like how? How do, how bad are you? I don't even care. <laughs> like this dude got fucked. He got killed by a seven-year-old girl who doesn't know what she's doing at all. She's just yeah. She like, got she got a kill. So oh, I'm a proud father. This one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. <laughs> Right on, man. Well, it was a pleasure to meet you. Find that controller and get in there. All right, and I'll I'll see you around, eh? And of course, bro. You have an amazing day. Stay vibing and stay living, bro. Yeah. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Came late in the game. Later Ooh. in the game. Okay. They just got a lot of. Uh... What's up, troll? What's up, Sky? What's up, Valmet? We're chatting with perfectly random people on the internet today, is what we're doing. And so, this is how it's done. Oh, troll, are you serious, man? <laughs> That's not great. <laughs> So just to remind you guys, there is two ways to interact with this particular stream. There's the Twitch chat, which we all know and love. Or if you install the stereo app on your phone, you can find me and then add me and you can, you can, you can interact on the stereo app that way. And the, the stereo app, you can record little voice clips. And so you can actually be a part of the conversation by we, whoever we're, we're chatting and I can play your voice clip and then, you know, questions and answers and fun stuff, right? So two ways to interact this time. It's a little bit more variety than just the average Twitch stream in that regard. Are we doing this again? You ready for another one? It's not easy chatting with perfectly random people. Let's do it, Sky. Here we go. Me, 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 me. No children. 
no super foul people no offensive things we're trying to keep it pretty clean we don't talk to kids let's go What's happening, French? How's it going, Johnson? Joseph? Archaeologist. Shankar, how you doing? No. Oh, sorry, mate. You gotta find your own room. Oh yeah, that's fine. Unless. <laughs> What's happening, Aries? Hello. How you doing? Oh, nothing much. I'm fine, thank you. Right on. Right on, man. Living on yeah, General we're uh, just chatting with the uh, general people on stereo, man. You want to uh, talk about some I COVID? Talk about this. Yeah, that's great, man. Yes, I want to talk about this. I'm a I'm Fantastic. a Canadian. Are you uh you American or Canadian? I'm Canadian as well. Oh, uh, right on. Okay, so I'm in good. the I'm in the greater uh, Toronto like area Canadians here. Have more common sense. Yeah, <laughs> <and> some education. <laughs> that might be true. Things. So uh, I feel like you might be a good person to talk to i could be wrong sure buddy yeah i um i do read a lot of news i listen to cbc and bbc's podcasts and uh sort of news, news things every wow. single day so absolute sanity i'm actually Finally, pretty up you. on a lot of information about this um is there something you'd really like to get into yes uh, i want to talk about how, how people aren't talking about hospitalizations People on here are constantly talking about cases, deaths, and saying they're misrepresented, but they've refused to talk about the one thing that cannot be disputed, and that's hospitalizations. And then they're also lying and saying they work in a hospital and their hospital doesn't have anybody dying from it, which is utterly ridiculous. This, yeah. this last person I spoke with, he, they said that they worked at this Midwest Medical Hospital. Okay. She didn't say which one. So I'm on their website trying to see what their COVID situation is. She was American, was she? Yes, she was. Right, okay. Uh, the hospitals so in Canada are, um, they're moving patients around, basically. And so uh, a lot of hospitals, a lot of patients have been put, it's not they're not covid patients but they're being sent to a different mm -hmm. hospital in order to make sure that the regional hospital the one that's more local has the ability to handle covid issues right um so hospitals are already starting to share the load mm -hmm. you know but today in the new yes we're sharing the load, but we, we had a spike in icu patients today did you read about that no i didn't uh we're in the toronto in Toronto, yes. Okay. Here, I'll, I'll read you the article. Where was it? Uh, where Toronto opens. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have... Oh, there we go. 
here it is do 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 so uh there are 913 people currently hospitalized with COVID in the province of ontario including 359 patients in intensive care there are 215 people on ventilators okay the 215 yes. are the acute acute patients right and so, and mm-hmm. the the other ones, it's also not great. Like it doesn't matter whether you're on a ventilator or not, they're definitely suffering, right? Mm-hmm. So then that's one thing mm-hmm. the public really needs to get through its head is that if you're in a hospital at all in relation to COVID, it means you really are having some mm-hmm. bad times, right? And I think a lot of people dismiss that. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like, well, mm-hmm. you know, he's 92. So of course it's, they say it's COVID, but he's 92. And it's like, no, you don't understand. Like, you know, that's 92 year old was breathing fine before this you know mm-hmm. yeah actually now we vaccinated most people in their 90s and so it's not the 92 year olds that are taking up these hospital beds now They're, it's the people i think over 60 now yeah yeah that's true it's taking up spaces that's true the so, um uh, there's a lot of criticism the minister the health minister or who was it? The governor general, oh. I think it was. Heavy criticism of how the government handled COVID. She did her statement yesterday or today. It was very, very recent. And she was talking about how um, Canada was very the slow NAP to deal with things. To, no, to no, this the, was the uh, government. Uh, this, this was, uh, she wasn't NDP. She was like, geez, I don't remember who she is exactly. She's like the governor general kind Describe of thing, her. right? I'll find out. She's the governor this was in uh, CBC's news. The Governor today. General doesn't really say anything. No, well, Governor General it's doesn't even do anything. It's a ridiculous job that pays yeah. so much money. Yes, yes, it does. Uh, and now we have to let her go. And we paid her a shit ton of money. A shit, shit ton. Yep. I'm doing a search here. She couldn't get along with people. Because oh, as much as I love you, Trudeau, you really fucked up with that. okay hold on i found found it here like like i keep saying to people there's no better way to my heart than to give me money (laughs) you're a very honest person you know that aries (laughs) that's beautiful man (laughs) okay so it was rb in the term it really has helped me it was the auditor general who did this all right the auditor all right public health agency in canada underestimated potential impact of COVID 19 uh, according to new findings from the auditor general so i guess they did a big internal study an internal investigation of how things and she said basically that the government this was a while ago she released that report like i think several months ago well now here's um it's the, and then the, the Ford got pissed off. Uh, no, this it. must I, be I a second one because the um, the it's March twenty fifth is the date of the article. So this was uh, this was very recent. Oh, oh, oh! She just she came up with a different report. Just just criticized twice, I guess. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the first time she came out with a report, Ford was pissed off. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, come on, Ford. I don't even like putting down Doug Ford because mm-hmm. I see the good things that are happening with his government. He's not completely ruining everything or being a jerk. Like there's, there's Ford's not doing that bad. 
and I didn't, and that's coming from yeah, a guy yeah. who really had his doubts, okay? Mm-hmm. But I, I, I gotta say that um, I'm, I'm not too impressed with Ford only in the regards of he's a bureaucrat, like all those guys, and they'd rather have little meetings mm-hmm. than do the work, right? So mm-hmm. there's no meetings in the world that's gonna save us, man. When it comes to this COVID stuff, you just spend the money. Don't mm-hmm. worry about how you're gonna. Don't worry about how you're gonna pay for it. Just save the lives. Done. Mm-hmm. You know that's the exactly. one thing I don't understand our government on a federal level. Just spend the money. Don't wait for somebody oh. to do a book balancing trick and then decide to spend the money. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, also. My critique of him is that polite lockdowns don't. Well, I guess they did work, but but how do you no? How do you impose these these restrictions earlier on? We would be things would be more open now. True. I don't. Oh God, I, I'm I'm a little frustrated at our polite policies and trying to <laughs> deal with this pandemic. It is utterly fucking ridiculous. Did you hear about that chick who came to, I think it was in Montreal, she, she went away, this uh, influencer, and she came back. No, she wasn't an influencer, she was a nurse. The nurse who went away and came back and she's like, no, I don't want to get tested and I don't want to go to a quarantine hotel. And she was arguing with the, uh, with uh, customs, well not customs, the security person. Yeah, who, uh, whoever enforces that, in Montreal. Well, um... And, uh, and the, I did hear about that actually. Uh, she did make national yeah. news, and I don't. Um, mm-hmm. I do know that there's a lot of nurses who don't want to get the vaccination, but there's actually a few pretty strong arguments for that. Um, and the reason, reason one is that nurses are uh, they're embedded in the hospital system, they're embedded in the healthcare system in a way that we can't really understand. Like we we don't work there, so we don't know. You know, nurses. Mm-hmm they know very well what the hospital needs and doesn't need. They know very well the workflow and uh, when, you know, like work, whether they're going to work very closely, like very close contact with people or not. Some nurses don't, you know, for example, Uh, some nurses like an operating room nurse, that's the most sterile place in the world. I mean, there's just nothing more sterile than an operating room period so the chances of contracting covid in those rooms is next to nothing right uh it's uh-huh. the most sterile place you can possibly be and they already wear masks and gowns and face masks and all the ppe maximum ppe in an operating theater regardless right in an operating room you already have all that ppe on so there's not much more equipment you can wear to prevent the prevent covid anyways like you're already wearing it right and, yeah. the, and some, one, some of these doctors are just wearing a uh, M, not even N95. They're just wearing a regular uh, uh, a surgical mask. There's this doctor out. There's this young doctor in Hamilton. She puts a YouTube video out every so often. She's called the violin uh, something. What is she called? Let me look at her. And she she reported up, that Goblin? she got COVID. We're chatting with perfectly her her random people got COVID. on the internet today. So it just goes to show that even with protection, you, you're still going to contract this virus. Yeah, well, I mean... In a hospital setting, when you're constantly around patients 
people are positive. Everybody thinks doctors are smart. Well, there's some proof that not all doctors are smart. All right. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, she's smart. She's very smart. No, Maybe smart about some things and stupid about others. Anything. Come on. Wrong. She's not no, wearing a real just, mask. She's not doing the protocol. time in an environment around people who have this virus, you're going to get infected. All right. That's, that's a good point. And that comes down to Unless the, you're wearing an N95 mask. And I don't think the hospitals have... Yeah, I don't think these hospitals have a, a huge supply of N95 masks. They do not have a vast supply of them. That's true. That's very yeah, true. Because they would have to throw it out after FD shift. And Well, what they did was uh, a lot of nurses are required to... There's like options you have, so you can wear the N95 or you can wear the face mask or you can like, there's another breathing thing you can wear, like a different sort of face, almost like, um, you know, like painters where it has like breathable tube things on the side of it kind of thing. There's like different things you can wear. So now instead of the N95s, the hospital started leaning on other PPE that does the same job or at least will protect them reasonably, right? So maybe that doctor was opting for something else, but I'm not in, I'm not surprised at all that if you don't wear the proper PPE at these places, you're gonna you get, your, your chances of getting COVID go up, right? Like that's just it's got to be common sense. Like, well, it's all about wearing it properly. Again, it's it's about being in that environment for extended periods of time to be constantly around people who. Or have this virus, you, you're going to get it too. That's true. That's true. Remember, we were talking about uh, there's different wards, you know. So the COVID wards, the COVID areas, there's only a certain services that hospitals have that are more COVID prone, and then there'd be other areas that are less, right? Um, medics, medicine would be less. The operating room would be the least likely place to contract COVID because it's just so sterile from the moment you go in the door, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and then, mm -hmm. then there's like just the general like uh -huh. emerge and stuff would probably be very high chances, right? Mm -hmm. So and she's a young doctor, so she's of course dealing with uh, with uh, the general public more. Oh yeah, yeah, that's and, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. So wow, you know what? I didn't know that story. That is a sad story, man. I, I will say that that's unfortunate that oh, she so contracted it. No, no, no. No, no, no. It's, I wouldn't call it a sad story. Yeah, it is. She recovered and she's fine. Okay, good. Then there's she a, it's a... long-term effects. And so uh, she reported that she's still fine. She's still working. She hasn't reported any side effects. She just had a mild temperature and stuff. Right on. All right. Well, then then okay. it's a it's an emotional roller coaster then. Because <laughs> I don't yeah. like hearing about people getting COVID, man. I don't like hearing about people yeah. having health problems, you know? Um, I can tell uh, you that yeah. the, there are some nurses that uh, don't want to get the shot because they are really young and healthy people that they feel that until these 65 and older are completely covered, everybody gets a, an immunization shot before them, then they'll be happy to take mm -hmm. it, you know? So no, that, that's, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. there's that's, people that's, who feel that's that a way. Cop out. No, that's a cop out. Think so? They're trying to justify their ridiculousness. That's I'm finding this more and more. People are using misinformation or 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 copping out. But the immunization, the shot doesn't prevent you from getting COVID and it doesn't prevent you from giving it to someone else. All it does is reduce the it, symptoms where it doesn't hurt you as much, right? It, it prevents you from ending up in the hospital. 
Yes. The very place that they work. Yes, <laughs> that, that is true. And, you know, and that's proven, too. There's no arguing that. Right. Uh, but it doesn't prevent you from contracting it and it doesn't prevent you no, from spreading it. And so that's why a lot yes. of people feel that it, the oldest people should get it before it anyone reduces, younger. It does r- reduce your likelihood to spread it. Uh, I think the jury's out on I that fit. one, but there's some studies yeah, being done right now about it. Yes. Mm. I mean, so far we're saying there is a 50%. I think there's a... There's, I think I read somewhere there, there's, there's 50% reduction to people who uh, who've tested positive. Okay, that's good news. That's yeah, interesting. It, it do it does reduce your likelihood to spread it to other people, but okay. you still need to wear a mask and you still need to social distance and all that. Of course, and wash your hands. Of course, but like, there's there's no reason for these nurses not to take it because like, they can they can spread it. Valmet on uh, Valmet on the Twitch chat here says that COVID doesn't discriminate age. If you're offered a shot, you take it. Yes, he says it's as simple as that. That's right. Yeah. Um, if you're offered it, and and if you if you've got any underlying health issues, well, I think you should still take it. But I can understand it. You're apprehensive. And I can understand what some people are apprehensive about it. What I cannot understand is the nonsense that's been going around spread about it. Uh, it does yeah. not kill you. It does not. It's fetal cells are not used. There's no microchip no, in oh it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there's, there's a microchip in it. <laughs> I, I Goblin man. God, there's this dude I've been Good arguing see you, with man. on here. He has the most paranoid theories about, about this virus. He thinks, okay, so he's going around saying, you know, it, the, uh, the virus has been manipulated so it spreads faster to other people. So it becomes more infectious. Ah, by right, right. Because it's a designer drug yeah. thing, right? Like it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a designer drug. The, someone, or I guess the world wants, or I guess uh, Bill Gates wants to control <laughs> the population. <laughs> Oh, life is so easy when you just have a scapegoat, eh? When you can just point at somebody and it's clearly them. And when people say they, who is they? You know, like, oh, yeah, it escaped from a lab. It's like these labs are designed in a way that they nothing escapes. Like, it's really difficult for something to escape because there's so many checks and balances for these labs. Like, it's, it's insane how well, many we checks and balances. Well, wait, we don't know that because... It happened in Wuhan, and we don't we don't have the full information about what happened in Wuhan. China that's true. is really tight-lipped about everything. The so um, maybe they, well, but that's not what they're saying. They're not the, the conspiracy isn't that it got released by man. The conspiracy is that it got manipulated afterwards. Ah, the mutation, the the mutation it. that's causing the virus to uh, to be more infectious. That they're saying it's man-made. That someone in a lab somewhere made it more infectious. So now it's being spread around the world. Oh, so wow. they can have a new world order. Of course. Yeah. New world order nonsense. Right. <laughs> you know what you know what I always oh, say to God. conspiracy theorists people? I always say, my government can't even get my taxes right. Like they can't mm-hmm. do, they can't do anything right. The Canadian government is incompetent on levels that it's, it's shocking how bad they are at the simplest government task. 
it's hard to even get them on the phone. So if you know that, how could they possibly have some grand plan that it's all coming together and there's complex other countries involved? And, oh yeah, no, no one is, Illuminati. no one's driving the bus, man. <laughs> Illuminati. Illuminati, yeah. Yeah, because rich people love each other and want to hang out and they have secret plans together, no. The cabal. Yeah. The cabal. He's mentioned that a couple of times. The cabal. I like. I like it, man. There must be interesting conversations, at least. Or is it just oh sad? Gosh, I have, yeah, I have his conversation in my history. You should listen to the. Oh, he thinks that he thinks I'm a pharmaceutical representative. Ah, of course you are, because you're not agreeing with him, right? <laughs> yeah. Or I'm a bot. No, he, he even went as far as oh, I'm a bot. Nice. Okay. And like okay, the or the voice recognition, not the voice, the voice uh, response technology is nowhere close to being there. Not not even, not even rem remotely close. Like there's no way you and I could have this conversation, and one of us is a bot. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way. No. It's <laughs> so paranoid. You can listen to it still. Hey Siri, yeah. who's who who modified the COVID vaccine? <laughs> and she says playing playing Pearl Jam on Spotify now. It's like it doesn't like that shit doesn't work, man. And today I was talking to this dude. He's like, oh, there's COVID twenty. It's COVID twenty now. Oh, nice, because we got to oh, upgrade, no. right? It's COVID nineteen. It's still called COVID nineteen, and he's like, no, it, it's COVID twenty. Because so, he thinks it's like a product or something, and you just, it's the next generation of the, <laughs> the number goes up. <laughs> These people make up such nonsense. Amazing. I get it. You guys don't want to stay at home anymore, so you're coming up with these ridiculous conspiracies. Well, there's big money in it, man. I know a guy right yeah. now who, a good friend of mine, man, and he went full blast conservative ranting facebook ranting stuff and he won't stop like uh, i i offered mm -hmm. to drive him to the mental hospital like i you know he he would write on on little facebook post thing he he's writing like 10 paragraph posts all about the conspiracy to uh, reduce our freedoms and it's a threat to our constitution and we need to rise up now and this uh con you know this conspiracy this this covid thing is bullshit and all you know just you know small businesses are being crushed by design and he, oh my god this it sounds just like this dude he went so full blast man it would like he i mean he's not well you know and that's a friend of mine right so i'm sorry to hear that yeah no, and i don't yeah, i don't know like how to help him that i've been dealing with Yeah, my my twitch complete. my twitch chat just started a uh, a poll on are there microchips in covid vaccines and it's the <laughs> the options are yes or yes <laughs> amazing <laughs> right on. i gotta say i'm proud to be canadian we brought the cases down with a, a very polite lockdown so yes yeah, Canada. Look thank how, you people for listening look how civilized we've been with each other right and i'll tell you how i got through mm -hmm. it man all i did was play a lot of apex legends and stream oh, yeah. on, go on twitch and play video mm -hmm. games it's it that's all i did it was so easy to do all i had to do was kill people online for on days twitch? and days and days oh you were 
you were live streaming your, yeah your gameplay we're live streaming you, this you right now you and you and i are chatting on twitch right now i'm like yeah. this is all live stream cool yeah good times yeah, I, I got the xbox live uh, subscriptions i've been playing some of the games on there oh yeah honestly that the xbox live subscription is no joke it has good value for the money you know yes lots of great games although i'll tell you play apex legends <laughs> it's free <laughs> install that game in best battle royale in the world it's amazing oh yeah oh yeah yeah I highly what? recommend it apex legends what yeah. is that is that a it's a battle PC royale game well it's it's cross-platform oh, it's everything oh it's it's like that other game um it's like uh, uh, Call of Duty and Fortnite and Call of Duty. Yeah. Fortnite, yes. That's yeah. Funny. Although it's nothing like Fortnite. Like it is it is fast and fluid and intense. Oh, I'm and... not good at those games. Oh, the stress, I'm, man. I... <laughs> well, I'm terrible at battle royale games. I, 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 yeah, I had uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Good one. And I sucked at the online game. <laughs> Well, you got to get smoked a thousand times in order to get any good at it, right? So, you learn, though. We also right? didn't have a proper mouse and a proper keyboard. Yes, that helps a lot. Yeah, yeah it does. That's true. These guys, they're just <laughs> sniping me. <laughs> Dead. Right on, man. Well, hey, listen, it's been great chatting with you, all right? So, stay yeah, safe. I've, I've learned something with, yeah. from you today, so I appreciate that very, very much. Yes, and uh, spread the word of hospitalizations. Get these people to talk about hospitalizations. If you hear them on here talking about the COVID virus, get them to talk about hospitalizations. That's a good call. It is, that is what's being impacted. They can deny cases. They can say those are misrepresented. They can deny deaths. But what they cannot deny is the impact this virus has on the healthcare system. That's right. And if they're saying their hospitals are empty, they're fucking lying. Of all, they're absolutely they're lying. Uh, Burlington built a uh, giant tent next to their hospital, but it hasn't been used yet for COVID too much. But it's ready for when it, it, they need it, right? So, yeah, but but it's 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 not designed for people who are really sick. It's designed for people who are moderately yeah, sick. Yeah, that's what happens. Is you're and, on the and ventilator the and then out to the tent you go when you're getting a little better. And, and what they're kind of they're forgetting is that they need health specialists that monitor these people so i don't know if they have that it's not enough just to build a facility you also need to staff it well i mean <laughs> hospital staffing has always been a major issue i can tell you mm -hmm. from near personal experience because i know some nurses and things and the hospital mm -hmm. never staffs enough it's always yes, the bare exactly. bare minimum of people required by law or by uh, standards right the bare minimum staff bare minimum right Mm -hmm. And so when the shit hits the fan, oh, now we really don't have enough people to deal with this stuff, right? So, yeah, then that's that's the true story of the hospital go, thing. What do you think of Doctor Williams? So I think he's a bit of a. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think it's really hard to speak. It's hard. What what he's got to do is hard, right? Yeah, he's got a good heart, except he's a, he's a puppet of board. Yeah, but I mean, and he's easily swayed, it's, and and he's and he's weak. When when you need someone to show leadership and strength, he's, he's so weak. Well, he's he's a he's a dish rag of a human being. Okay, so yeah, there's no is. denying that. But I mean, 
It's hard, man, because well, if I go on TV well, and say exactly what I just said to you, 50% no, of Ontario is not going to agree with me on principle. Yeah, but look at these people in other provinces. The way they hold their press conferences. Yeah, well, it's a bit tell like it is there. Like in Alberta, you know, they're just like, this is what's mm -hmm. happening. This is what we're doing. Done. You know, mm -hmm. whereas Ontario, it's yeah. kind of like, well, you know, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, if we bring the cases down and then maybe we can talk, then we'll look at it. Oh, he, oh I can't stand listening to him. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not great. It's true. That guy, I'd rather, I'd rather yeah. talk to a dish rag than him. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, buddy. Chat for now. Take cool. care. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Take care. Oh, Sky. <laughs> I just, uh, we ran into another Canadian there. So he's talking about Ontario politics, Ontario uh, stuff, the Ontario health minister. And yeah, not great for a Twitch stream in that regard. But nice guy, informative. I love it. I love it. Someone wants to talk about something serious. They want to talk about COVID. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, I'd rather not turn this into a COVID chat covid stream no no i, I want to do like general chat you know what i mean so we're gonna do uh we're gonna do just a two minute uh be right back and then uh yeah COVID. tell me about it eh? and we're so covid over it we're covert it <laughs> i can't do it i can't blend that <laughs> covert cove i'm not even gonna try Two minutes and I come back. All right. Refresh the drink. All right. Give me just a give me just a second. Just a second. I'll be right back with you.
Oh, I'm back. Oh, I'm back. There we go. Oh, monitor's on. There we go. All right, Sky. All right. Welcome back, me. Thanks for your patience. A little be right back is always good. I, um, if anyone is new to the stream, you can interact here on Twitch chat. You can install the stereo app, right? And then you can actually voice chat with us, kind of uh, interact on that level. And I'll show you how we're going to do it again. All right. We're going to do it again. So here we go. It's a random, random person from the world. Perfectly random. Uh, just to go over the rules. We don't talk to kids. No offense. It's not. It's just we don't talk to kids. All right. And we don't uh, anyone super offensive. I'm afraid that's not appropriate for this show. So off they go. Let's give it a go. One, two, three. Jumping in. All right. Random as it gets. What's up, BFAL? <laughs> Gone. Hello. Alex, what's happening? How's life? Life is good, man. How you doing? Uh, you know, I'm just chilling with some uh, good friends of mine. Yeah, right, right on, right on. I, uh, I'm doing a live stream on Twitch and uh, just uh, open open chat about uh, practically anything, man. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. So, um, just as a disclosure, um, anything I talk about here is going to sound really, really strange if you have any kind of listeners that, that like to tune in. <laughs> that's that's fine. That's actually kind of what we're looking for. Okay. <laughs> is there something, uh, do you have a field of expertise okay. in the world of strangeness? or? <laughs> Yes, um, so I am a quantum physicist and a cyberneticist. Hey, right on, right on. I'm an archaeologist um, in Canada. Awesome. Yeah. That's what I actually wanted to do. When I was a kid, I thought Indiana Jones was so awesome. I was like, I want to do that. Like, <laughs> that looks so cool. Brother, yeah. I'm telling you right now, the reality and of the job is... archaeology really was. Yeah. You just, <laughs> I spend a lot of time staring at dirt. A lot of time staring at dirt, right? So... <laughs> yeah but i find amazing things man so you do math for a living well i crunch a lot of numbers yeah you're right about that but most of it's like metadata analysis so i'm looking at trends i'm looking at behavior heuristics i'm, I'm looking at a lot of <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at a little bit of everything actually sure because just... everything in cybernetics has to do with human trends okay and so this is data that's already been compiled and now you're sort of going through it to look for specific aspects is that am i getting that right well i'm looking for patterns yeah right okay uh, and is this in relation to healthcare or uh or a straight up like math for no, math's it's in, sake? It's in relation to no no it's in relation to like um you know how animals prepare before a flood yep yep okay so like you know, humankind has these kinds of tendencies, right? When we're getting ready to do something really silly, um, you know, we, we show these patterns. Okay. Okay. Uh, such as the last election in America. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not just talking about just that, right? I'm talking about a, you know, a very clever string of incidents. Are you aware of um, Alan Turing? Yes, of course. Okay, so he made this really interesting computer with the help of this other gentleman by the name of John von Neumann, um, who was building a computer in the United States independently. 
called the Colossus. And the Colossus one was used to crunch numbers and algorithms that he ran on it so that he could not just break the Enigma code. That wasn't the, that was the easy part. The, the hard part was um, figuring how to calculate the losses on allied sides. Ah, wow. Okay, because I've heard of the Colossus, but I didn't losses, know that. Otherwise, the Germans would be able to tell that we had cracked our codes. Okay. So, um... Now, this is an incredibly powerful technology, okay? Just knowing this, just knowing this, that he discovered this, and when he discovered it, is very powerful, and it's, it's, like it's kind of like a big red pill. Because a lot of people, I think, don't understand that these methods have been used, by and large, by governments and organizations across the world for many years now. Sure, absolutely. So, um, and this is Turing, this is long before computers. This is all uh, analog equipment, right? This is like really early, well, they, early computers. Using, like, uh, vacuum tubes and we're using switches. Yeah, yeah, right. And maybe magnetic tape or is this, is this predate magnetic tape computing? I don't know. What year are we talking? I mean, on the think? top of my head, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know exactly about the, the Colossus's internals because it's, you know, they're still... I mean, I know that some of the information has been released. I just don't know everything about it. Sure. Right on. Right on. Well, I've heard of it, and that's that's the limit of it for me. So I've, I definitely appreciate you telling me that. The um, Basically, the, think, of this like, think of this like contractions before giving birth. And sure. So what, is, what is mankind giving birth to? Uh, right now, it's a big pile of plastic and uh, mess in the ocean and... <laughs> It's a. You mean culturally, or well, do you mean babies, babies have diapers, right? And you have to, you have to take, you have to do something with those diapers. And sometimes, you know, you get a little careless with where you put the diapers at. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's, right. that's true. I, I saw some very clever engineer came up with. Um, there's a lot of jellyfish. It's, jellyfish is an issue in the oceans uh, for the past uh, few decades. There's actually a large amount of them, and it's causing problems for the health of the ocean. Uh, in in certain areas, and so somewhere in Asia, they came up with this. Uh, it's a diaper that's made of jellyfish. Like uh, they harvest the je the jellyfish, and then they use that as the absorbent material inside the diaper thing, and therefore it's really really biodegradable and it works great. And so that was an interesting technology there. And look at look at like there's a need and there's a you know somebody comes up with something clever, right? Can we can you tell me a little bit more about that that trend forecasting basically like uh, in I don't want to call it that. That sounds like it's demeaning it. Like it, it doesn't sound right. But analyzing these patterns can help. Can help. A lot of with... people want to say that I'm a prophet. Okay, <laughs> I'm not a prophet. Okay. That's not what I do. What, what I'm what I'm doing is um, is mankind at this point has many good probable outcomes. Like, what direction do we want to go? That's the real question. Right. Um, and if, if, you know, and right now, just to go ahead and, and drop another red pill, we're not good. At, we're not going in a good direction right now. Okay. And, but this isn't by design. This is, this is where well, people I mean, aren't there, working there, together for a common goal. Sort of helping things in the wrong direction. Let's just say that. Oh, I agree with that completely. And that's, and then you don't have to, you don't have to be much of a, a scientist to see that. I mean, you don't have to think too hard to see that. You can see those, those things happening around the world. I read a lot of news, especially BBC and CBC because I'm Canadian. So I, I ingest a lot of news every day. And uh, yeah, you can definitely see how some people are a friction in the overall smoothness of the world, you could say, right? Um, I don't believe for a second, though, that there's a there's a master plan, and I don't believe that there's someone driving the bus. Like it, it really is a flowing experience, you know, as far as the world is concerned. Um, what you're suggesting is that there is a way to shape that, 
Or, or are you uh, saying anyway, there's, and, a, there's and, a way and, to and, analyze it? This can be in the hands, the, 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 the hands, the voting hands of the majority of the population of the world. Like the people could actually be informed in such a way so that they could sort of just make decisions. I mean, I want you to think about right now, okay, in the United States of America, mm -hmm. we have the Amish population, we have the Mennonite population, oh, we yeah. have the German Baptist population, we have the Quaker, the Quaker population, okay? And these people live lives independent of what most of us are used to in the developed world. Very true, yes. Yeah. And so if, if someone announced an intergalactic society, What's that up, really Drew? wouldn't affect them We're back, man. No, that's true. That's true. And there are actually a very significant chunk of population. Just the Quakers alone is thousands of thousands of people. It's like... Yeah, but when you start talking about you know mind bending technology like faster than light travel, you know they get you know most regular people in the real world, okay, get a little squeamish. They're like, well, that sounds a little bit too far fetched for me, for 2021. Okay, but. Yeah, but we, um, there was a recent, uh, uh, I believe it was a Chinese thing where they, they actually sort of, I don't want to use the word teleport, but they kind of teleported a, a molecule to space and back or something like that. Um, I don't, you know, that, that technology is kind of at its cusp right now, you know, Infancy, infancy, but still happening, right? So it's not not beyond believability, you know, that, you know, these things can exist, right? Time travel, I'm afraid I know nothing about, uh, other than that I, it's practically impossible. So it's not it's not a thing, right? It's just a science fiction concept. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, you know, and, and the way that it's predicted, you know, depicted in movies and television and popular culture is it, time travel is not what you think it is. Oh no, uh, time is always portrayed in and all movies as a line, and we're moving along it, and that's the only way we can really, as a population, you understand. You can't escape it. outside of your body. No, you can't just escape out of your body and snatch someone else's. It doesn't work that way. Are you suggesting there is a way for it to work? I, I'm, I'm afraid I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's not time travel. It, what it's called is transdimensional trans teleportation. So you could let's say, for example, right? There was there was a universe where an accident occurred and you're, you died inexplicably and nobody ever found your body. OK, right. How many of these universes do you there's possibilities exist in the universe? It's got to be infinite. In the multiverse. It's got to be infinite. So there, yeah, there's an infinite number, of course. Yeah. yeah. So, so there's a whole band of them, right? And so you just you hop over to one, and then you just show up and pop into your life, and you know, like say you have amnesia, and you just relearn your family and relearn everything that's going on, and yeah, it's, it's as if your life never ended with your, you know, but you just get a brand new life. Okay, but uh, that, and that that would not be true. That would not be true time travel at all, then. That would just be yeah, dimension correct, yeah. shifting, essentially. And I'm, I'm saying basically yeah, yeah. science fiction nonsense there. But I mean, yeah. So you're not time traveling anything, right? Uh, yeah. Drew, Drew the but Bear on uh, Twitch here is just asking about the stereo app here. The stereo, I'm emulating st stereo on a Windows machine, Drew, just so you know. Uh, install it on your phone awesome. and you can interact with our chat here. Uh, you can ask questions and things like that. Or you just go ahead and ask in the Twitch chat. We have some people who are interested in our conversation here on the Twitch uh on the Twitch stream. I love that you're multi-blocking. I oh, love this. This is amazing. This is great, man. Uh, if you if you go to the Twitch page, uh, you'll be able to see the show, basically. It's just a lot of fun, for sure. So um, uh, tell me, is this a full-time job? Is this something that you're doing 40 hours a week? Yes. So um, I'm actually doing research most of the time as a cyberneticist. Um, I'm offering my services as a global financial consultant. Right on. Because of the way that my technology actually affects pretty much everything in the world. Um, right on. Okay. I have to make myself available. So 
think of this as my way of being, you know, imagine if you're the president of the United States. Yep. Right. And you have all these constituents. Now, if you stayed awake and you never slept for four years <laughs> and you spent every waking moment of your life meeting all of your constituency and looking them in the eye and shaking their hand and really meeting it when you say that you're doing, do you're doing your best. Like, what did you really accomplish? You went, you went door to door for so four years, no sleep. Yeah. How do you meaningfully interact with a lot of people all at once? How does somebody get to know you? Who great, great question. Yeah. Great question, man. Because yeah. uh, first impressions are a factor in that. And also, uh, I hate to say it, man, but most people, they only want to hear what they want to hear. And so that's the other part of communication a, that a lot of people miss is that if you have a message or you have a plan, like a president, for example, uh, you're going to meet a lot of friction from the simple human psychological response of, I don't want to hear what you have to say because it's not what I think, you know? So that's a brick yeah, wall. You're hitting, right? Yeah. So I guess, yeah. I know, you know what? It's a great question. How do you get your message across and get people on, on board? Right. Um, America's having a big problem with that right now on many, many levels. Of course, uh, I know that from the news, right? Canada as well, but it's on a much smaller scale, of course, because we're, we're small. <laughs> Canada's, you know, California has more people than Canada, <laughs> right? So this is what I'm proposing. I have a solution. <laughs> All this right. What I'm offering, okay, is this technology. I will be working. You asked me what I, what would I do, you know, all day. I will be working for mankind's behalf for pretty much the rest of my natural life. Like this isn't just some short endeavor. Okay. I'm going to be working on this late into my, late into my eighties, probably, or later. And so, I'm 36 now. Does um, does this work involve patents? Do you know, like, a, can you patent algorithms? Can you patent, you know what I mean, to protect your intellectual listen property? Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. My solutions involve a society beyond the need for patents. Okay. Well, we have patents. Patents are a very real part of life today, though. So I wouldn't. Uh, yes, I understand, but wouldn't skip that you know, part. What I'm saying know? is. The things, the things that I am proposing, okay, mean a change for global economy because it means an intergalactic society. Oh, buddy. People are going to be given the option to leave. You know what? I love this. Please tell me you have a website or something. Maybe I can look at some of this work. Is there any anything I can check out? Not to, not uh, to suggest that I... That uh, we created. Oh, yeah? What, yes. What's it it's called? called? Unwantable on YouTube. Unwantable on YouTube right on i'm telling you what i'm gonna oh, write that down and i'm it. gonna watch that okay i'll check it out hold on hold on so when you when you search for unwantable it's hard to find because youtube doesn't actually like our documentary <laughs> go like okay. most things so you go down a little bit and you're gonna find an unwantable preview right and you'll see it's like below surveillance is the name of the guy the name of the, the channel below surveillance okay okay all right that is my documentarian, okay? So when you click on him, you'll see Unwantable 2020 right there in his stuff. What was, uh, I'm sorry, some, something surveillance? What was the name? Below surveillance. Below, got it. Okay. Right on. Wrote that down there. I'll be, I'll be sure to find it. Uh, we, I might even watch it on stream with, uh, with my fellow Twitch people, um, and spread the word, man. That is really interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm really glad to have run into you today. I've had many meaningful chats here on, uh, um, um, on stereo. I'm afraid this is the first chat I've ever had about this particular subject, though. So, it's pretty wild, man. Is there something that you'd like to know about archaeology? Because that's uh, something that I happen to know a lot about. 
Yeah, so I have this really wild idea about a mass planetary exodus that has happened here on Earth before. Is, is there is there an archaeological record for this? Uh, absolutely not. Yeah, there is there is absolutely no evidence of human beings ever coming from or leaving this planet. You know, uh, there is a lot of artworks uh, depicting uh, sacred figures, and I mean I mean that in the most broad term, just sort of gods or or angels or goddess or you know things like of that nature. Um, there's descending or ascending, you know, this kind of theme happens a lot in religious texts. It happens a lot in uh, early civilization stories and things like this. But um, there is no, absolutely no evidence of any kind of exodus of any kind. Uh, people move. I mean, there's been a lot of movements of peoples, right? And so here in North America, we struggle with, well, where did the indigenous people from the, uh, North America, where did they first come from, right? And so there's a there's a theory of the land bridge where they came over from the uh, way up in Alaska area, right? Coming over that way. And there's a lot of evidence, uh, evidence of a, sort of a Polynesian moving from island and island across, across, across uh, until they finally hit South America and the uh, Mexico shore, maybe even as far as American shore a bit, you know, uh, settlement pattern evidence of that. Um, but the, the movements of people is archaeology, speculation about people actually coming or leaving Earth, never, not a chance. Yeah. Okay, so so I, I understand. I'm listening. You're you're the pro here. Um, that might actually happen, like in real life, in in our like you know coming generations. Oh, absolutely. There, there's that tribe. There's that tribe on that island off the coast of India. You know, and they'll kill anybody that comes ashore. I man, I just listened to a good little podcast about them, like half an hour to an hour. Fascinating story, and they're still wow. like that today. Like they're still hostile. Yeah. It's been a hundred years of those guys. I don't even consider it evil. It's not bad. They just don't want anyone around, right? Well, you know, maybe they just don't want what we've got. You know, they're, they, they're like, whoa, they've got, I don't, I don't want any of that. No, we're good. We like living in the jungle. We like our island. We're happy here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they live in paradise, so I don't blame them, really, you know? Right? Yeah. Me, me, uh, Troll on uh, Twitch is asking if Native Americans made earthworks like trenches and stuff. And yes, uh, Troll, in, Nor in North America, indigenous people... Um, so America and Canada, there's no megalithic structures. They didn't build pyramids. They didn't build, like, massive... Uh, structures but what the indigenous people of North America and I'll sort of just blanket that it's America and Canada kind of style they would make massive mounds so a big snake mound where it's this huge hill formation that's in the form of a snake and it's all by design like they made that if you go far enough south in America you'll start running into the Mayan culture which were megalithic structures like pyramids like uh, temple complexes and the large larger stuff made of stone you know um, didn't happen in America's, or at least so far we haven't discovered that, you know, it's, you know, I'll leave it at that, you know. Yeah, for sure. Someone, well, listen, man, um, uh, I don't think, uh, I, I disagree with you that that is possible, that there could come a time where people leave the earth, right? Uh, in a small, small group, mass exodus, I don't know, right? I know that the technology is not there right now, right? So how, how long do you think we have until we could do it? Uh, like if we got our act together as on, a civilization. On a very small and scale? We like another space race. Well, on a, on a very small scale, 10 years, no problem. 
right? And but by small scale, I mean a few people leaving and settling on Mars for, as an example, or who knows what, maybe mm -hmm. there's a nice lunar station, I, you know, something to that effect. A decade, no problem, right? But we talk about a big exodus, like a lot of people, or hundreds or even thousands of people. We don't... But, yeah, but picture building that, building that, um, the craft that you would need to get the people there. To, I mean, like, you know, I'm picturing like Star Wars and Robotech and stuff. Those massive, massive starships are not a thing. And I can't really see them as ever a thing because... It seems silly to me to build such a giant thing to drive around in space like it's some car. I don't think space travel is going to work that like way. Ant, like an ant robot. Okay. Okay. And so you you send this automaton. It'll that's what it'll be. It won't be like a regular robot. It'll yeah. run on kinetic energy. Yep. On a kinetic battery, almost like a wind-up doll. Sure. Right. And you send these ants out to asteroids that we that we want them to carve out for us. And they core them like an apple. Okay. Okay. And then we go and settle them. And they do all that for us while we're waiting, while we're while we're get while our transportation is getting ready for us. So thirty to fifty years. All right. Well, that would suggest that um, the asteroids are very predictable uh, orbits and predictable travel. We we know that. We know we've mapped exactly a lot of asteroids. We've mapped many of them, and so that's actually a very reasonable proposition. Is that we just ride those, right? Um, they're certainly going very, very, very fast, however, so I don't know how we would actually, because we, we've landed small things on asteroids that are moved through, move, you know, coming close to Earth. We, uh, we've successfully done that, which is amazing, of course. But how do you get Grandma and Uncle Joe and stuff to ride along and jump on this thing? I don't know how, I don't know how to do it. These people can barely get on an airplane. Like, they, they can't handle that, so... You know, I guess the people that will be doing this are the people that are capable of doing it. I guess is the first one, right? So they're remote controlled. They're remote controlled from Earth. They are. But I'm talking about the people. How do we get people? You know what I mean? Are oh, you... well, that's 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 the easy part. Yeah. You jettison them into space. With, <laughs> with gigantic, with gigantic steam powered spring operated. It's like a gun, like a bullet coming out of a gun. Yeah. But the average person. People get motion sickness on an airplane, man. Like, they can't handle the G-force uh, of leaving orbit. There's this guy named Salvatore Pays. Uh, the Navy just actually released information about it. And Forbes and um, uh, there's another one. Vice had an article on it, too. Um, his name is Salvatore Cesar Pays. Um, he is the inventor of some really amazing technology. And some of it is called inertial cancellation. And it allows him to change the inertial mass of objects and people, in this case, um, against and shield them against, you know, ah, G-forces. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's interesting. I wonder if it can be built on a large scale. But what you're suggesting is oh, yeah, small, absolutely. small. Just send people out in little eggs or something, basically. No, no, no. I'm suggesting large scale, you know, just like you would send a fuselage of a plane. Yeah. Okay, but like you um, can send 600 to 700 people at a time if you wanted to. The size of that vehicle is large, and so the amount of resources and the, the the energy, the physics energy, and I don't claim to understand this, but the physics of pushing such a large object into orbit is it's a huge amount of energy, right? So that's right. I, I guess maybe I, I just don't know enough about uh, kinetic energy and the ability to launch something that size. I mean, it's going to have off. its own thruster system. Yeah, yeah. It has to have its own thruster system to navigate through space. Yeah, right. It's up at a, at a weight station. 
Yeah, and so each of these way stations is going to be, well, I don't want to talk about it too much, but each of these way stations is going to be strategic points throughout our solar system. Of course, yes. Yeah, right. No, right. And, and think about it like the, the natural kinetic superhighway of our solar system. Think about it like that, because these objects are traveling along kinetic lines of force between other large objects. They're sort of riding those waves, you see? Okay, all right. So you can, you can do the same thing, yeah. The same idea when you see in the, in the movies, you know, and that they're like, we're going to sling, we're going to use the gravity of this gravity well to slingshot, right? And that's, that's the same idea. Very, very similar concept, except, you know, there's sort of a superhighway in our own solar system. Sure. And you know what? And you can I, move really, really fast. You can move really fast along that superhighway. Well, once, there's a speed limit. once you're in space, it takes no energy to yeah. keep moving. So, I mean, just, no, I mean, a, just a few ions. Yeah. yeah just, as long as the ions are thrown correctly. Yeah. That's right. Something starts moving and it, it'll keep going till it stops is what I know. So, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. I, I don't see, like I was suggesting earlier, man, I don't feel like anybody's driving the bus and to pull off a big trick like this uh, is, I think it's socially beyond my imagination. I can't see how we could come together to do something like this, even in a time of crisis, a you know? I have a solution. Yeah. I have a solution. Her, let me hear I it, really man. Do. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Um, we throw a five-day global celebration of an end to war and scarcity worldwide. Let me invite everybody. But it's still happening, and it's it's going to happen after the celebration, too. Listen, that, that may be true, but the world is going to know the truth. The world is going to know the truth for once that we can actually get together and we can stop. Uh, we can get together and we can get together and uh, we can actually work together for once. I love it. Actually, man, I really do love it. Have one, <laughs> one unifying event that marks its point in time, right? Like there's a specific yeah. date and it brought us all together. And as long as all the global That's governments right. spend the money to make it a legit party, like make it real then we'll never my entire generation would never forget that moment in time when the whole world that's right right yeah it was, it's going to be us that do it you know it's our party because we run the world that's what this party is really going to show all the people that work right now so imagine this okay monday right two people no call no show they'll probably be like gen zers yeah, oh yeah, yeah. everybody knows that's, that's like the secret that's the secret code so <laughs> tuesday rolls and then nobody shows up everything's shut down right Wednesday, sometime around midnight to 1 a.m., about 70% of the world population is all partying at the same time. Amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> if only. So then, you know, Saturday comes, you know, the party winds down Thursday, Friday. Saturday comes, um, and then, you know, everybody just sort of relaxes on Saturday. You know, they might travel or something like that. And Sunday, right, most people are going to be going to church. Monday, boom, everybody goes back to work. As is, Like a magic trick as if nobody was, you know, we're not striking anymore. We're done. Like we've made our point. You know what? I, I love it. You, it would take, again, it would take cooperation of global governments and regional governments, and then even employers, like on the on the um, on the work side of things. It would take so much, so many levels of like people agreeing to do these things. I don't see how it would be possible because people can't agree on anything. It seems, I think, I think in recorded history, things are more confusing now than they've ever been for people. You know, in that regard. I don't think it's possible, you know, as much as I'd love to see it. I mean, I'd love to see it. I mean, all you have to do is just tell five people to tell five people. Yeah, but it's not that simple because there's somebody else out there. Who's I, like, I've talked to people in Syria. 
I've talked to people in Iran. They love it. Yeah, but I, I know... Um, I've talked to people from all over the world in this app. I've talked to people about an issue of unionization, for example. And of every five people, you're going to meet at least a couple or more. One or two or even three of them are very opposed to unionization, even though it sounds great to them. Like, they, they like the benefits. They like what it, they say it can do, but they simply don't want to get involved at all. And so when you say, okay, so everybody's not going to go to work on Monday... There's plenty of people out there who would be like, uh, no, I'm going to work on Monday. You know, you're crazy. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's just, again, human nature or just a personality difference. Uh, who knows? Maybe maybe they, they'll disagree with me just because they don't like the color of my hair or whatever it happens to be. You know, like, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how we would bring people together with the concept, you know. And I mean, if you if you said to each human being and took a poll and said, would you like to go to work on Monday? Yes or no? So many would answer no. I mean, like, it's not hard to convince people to not go to work, that, uh, you know. <laughs> but getting them to actually do it, my friend, that would be a challenge, right? <laughs> well, I've got the solution for that, too. Sure. Uh, pay them? Yeah, a lot of money. Yeah, if they got paid to do it, they'd be happy to stay home. And that's that's for, that's for a yeah, fact. All they, have to do, all they have to do is short the stock on the company they work for. Okay, but yeah, but people don't understand that they can barely, people can't, bright, they can't tie their own shoes, some people, man. They don't understand stocks. They don't, you know, they I get, do Listen, they've got time to prepare. Listen, they've got time to prepare because this is on the air. You've got listeners. No, no. And, and you know what? You're not wrong. Okay. Uh, I see, I see how, what you're saying makes sense to me. I just, I feel it's so complex. It's so hard for me to picture it actually able to do it. Or am I, maybe I'm just being small-minded. Maybe I need to just open my mind to the idea that, yeah, like Joe, factory Joe, and uh, office work Tammy, and, and uh, you know, and uh, President, uh, you know, Sherry, they'll all take Monday off because we asked them to. You know, and we'll just, maybe they'll all just come together and just, you know, like, I don't know. I, maybe it's possible, and I'm just thinking maybe it isn't just to be a naysayer, you know? And I don't want to be that guy, you know? It's a beautiful idea. I mean, it's, and it's peaceful. Oh, it yeah. It costs us nothing. No, it'll cost somebody a lot. Well, you know, there's a, there's a lot of very wealthy, very, very wealthy people in the world that are not going to be extremely happy. That's true. But, I mean, there's really not a whole lot they can do about it because it's the rules of the game. That's true. And, uh, they play the game. They went to Vegas, that's right, and they, they deserve to lose just as much as they deserve to win. I've had this discussion on a labor level many, many times. And that the, the, the I'm not a Marxist. I don't think anybody in the world is going to disagree with me. I'm not a Marxist uh, at heart or by trade, but there is a certain concept of working people drive the are the driving force of economy and business and everything. It's the working people who make the wheel go round, and there's no denying that. Um, when we talk about working people not showing up to work on Monday, you know, there's a large percentage of people who that's their life. That's their pride. That's their, if I, if they don't go to work on Monday, they feel empty inside, man, that they feel ashamed, you know? So that'd be really hard to convince a lot of people to do so. Have you ever turned down the opportunity to party for five days? Not on my life. Never. At great expense. I've never done it. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? You you could be right. If you dangle the right shiny bauble in front of everybody, they will just say, yep, doing it. 
Yes. Like I said, Monday, that'll be the signal. <laughs> now, Tuesday, they might not, not every place might not close. Maybe, maybe they won't all close. That's the, I gave you the ideal version. Yeah, yeah, of course. But by course. Wednesday, by Wednesday, by Wednesday, yeah. nobody's going to, everybody's going to, everybody's going to want to know where the, where the real, like where the, the throng. That's where, true. Where everybody can be. There's, yeah. al there's always That's a sense of, really, yep. you don't want to miss and they're gonna have, something significant. You, it's going to be like, a, it, yeah, yeah. You know, like when people go to church, man, and they actually have a real praise and worship, you know, and you get, and there's an energy there, you know, there's a yeah. force that's there. I you're agree. unified and you're together. That happens yeah. at, uh, that happens at raves and festivals too. Yeah, take take yeah. any kind of faith out of the picture yeah. and what's left is, uh, that's what we need. yeah, there's people who, that's what we need, man. and it's magnetic too. When a, when a, when a festival yep. happens, people are drawn to it who weren't even associated that's with right. it. They just feel this, there's something happening that I want to be a part that's of, right. you know? Yeah. All right. Well, cheers to no work on Monday, buddy. Thanks very much for talking with me. I totally appreciate it, man. I've learned a lot from you. Um, the uh, Just to be quick with my uh, Twitch, uh, people watching on Twitch, their Unwantable is a documentary. Um, it's written by, uh, it's put together by Below Surveillance. All right. So you want to search Below Surveillance on YouTube and then you'll be able to find the Unwantable documentary that Alex, Alex here has uh, suggested that we should check out. And so that's really great. Um, I really appreciate, man, uh, talking with you. And uh, all the best. Okay. Right on. I'll see you around. Okay. Peace be with you. And there you have it. By other people that like. Drew. Thank you so much for hanging out, buddy. I knew something told me that you would like this, you know? So I'm off the call. Um, I don't like interrupting the guy while they're talking. You know, this is actually really hard to juggle chat and everything, but I'll get to you. I didn't forget. So Drew, what I've done is I've installed Bluestacks, which is an Android emulator on my Windows machine. Um, you might, I'm sure you're familiar with it. So I'm running the app off of Bluestacks, okay? And Bluestacks has been really rocky, right? And this is Bluestacks beta. This is the latest, right? So it works. Look, it's working, right? I have an Android app, audio coming and going, everything crisp. It's working, buddy. So yeah, this is a Bluestacks emulation of the stereo phone app with me on Twitch through Streamlabs. Hey, right? And I thought you guys would really enjoy this. I am really enjoying this. I do really like doing this, guys. And, uh, and I, I think you know that I like talking. You know what I mean? Maybe more than the, when I'm playing games, I really should just shut up and play the game, right? So, except for Apex Legends, that takes my attention. I can't, I can't do chat and kill people. But yeah, it's a, it's a blast. And uh, I plan on doing this quite regularly, guys. Um, we're going to... We're gonna do this, all right? I'm gonna try and get verified with stereo because uh, it's actually been, it's been a little tough. Um, getting verified on stereo means that I can monetize it and all that fun stuff, but I'd also get a stronger presence on stereo, therefore meeting more people. There's a few individuals, right on buddy, right on. Right on, thanks Drew. 
There's been a few uh, individuals I've met on Stereo already who are great conversationalists. It's wonderful to talk with them. I know you guys would love to meet some of these people. Uh, I've already met a couple that are just like, I love chatting with them. So I, I follow them, I added them, and hopefully we'll be able to jump in with them again soon. I'll plan like a show where it's the two of us talking and we can just open up the chat to everybody. So I highly recommend guys, Stereo is not for everybody. Like it's about talking with random, random people from around. It's a podcast thing because it makes people podcast, but it's not, but it is, but it's not. So if you install Stereo on your phone though, you will be able to interact with the show on your phone in real time, like create little voice things and actually be vocal on the show with me while you're in the Twitch chat. It's sort of, it's just a little more of a dynamic, right? So give it a try. I mean, it doesn't hurt, right? If you're not shy, I'm not shy. That's why I'm making these ridiculous phone calls to the world. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's stereo. <laughs> you can talk to random, 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 random people one after another, right? Yeah, the, the alerts are delayed. Thank you, Streamlabs, for that. <laughs> I love you, Streamlabs. You do a great job every time, except when you're super delayed, and that's okay. We still love you. <laughs> so guys, good times. All right, I'm gonna get back to my domestics here. I got, I got a, God, I love that emote, Sky. I love that, I love it. It's, it's such a good one. It conveys so much, you know? I'm gonna go do some domestics. All right, maybe later on tonight, I might actually attempt this again, but the, here's the thing is that when my wifey's home and she's like, you know, chilling out and then there's me, talking to randoms about how to build a space program to populate that yeah you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i gotta go for sure i gotta get that emote out of here get it out of here <laughs> i gotta go for sure but it's been my pleasure hanging out with you all right uh i appreciate you all all right if you want to see uh how uh what our friend there was talking about though go watch the unwantable it's a documentary called Unwantable uh, on YouTube there. And I might I might peek into it just to see what he was all about because we might run into him again. What Stereo does is it matches you up with people. Um, uh, it just, people that you had conversations with, it might stick you with them again. So we might run into him again. And um, no, Drew, come on. You and me install the Stereo app and we can do a show together. You streaming on your side, I'm streaming on, you see? That could be fun, right? We get Sky on. <laughs> we get Streamlabs on. Yeah, that's right. The one, two. <laughs> Those were super hurting punches. I'm not gonna do that again. I might do it again, but not for a while. I'll work out first and I'll come, I'll come get you. <laughs> Good times guys. Cheers very much. See you soon. Ciao. <laughs>